Hey everybody, welcome to this week's Q&As. Before I start, I just want to say I can't wait to see as many of you as possible this weekend at Retro World Expo. I really love meeting all of you and hanging out, so please come over and say hi if you're going to be at Retro World. But anyway, let's jump in and see what we got this week. First up, over on Patreon, Tony Escobar had a couple of things. First, they loved the RetroTink 4K live stream. I looked positively gleeful during it. Yeah, that was a blast, but just wait for the launch video. It's going to be even more fun. But Tony's actual question, they bought an original analog NT a couple years ago, and it's never worked right. They can only get a blue picture on a CRT, and they've only used the Monoprice VGA to composite adapter that was recommended for the NT Mini and Mini Noir. From watching old videos and reading old posts, it seems like the original NT came with a special VGA to composite cable, perhaps with special or unique pinning. Do I know if that's true, or do I know of any VGA to composite cable solutions that could possibly work with it? Um, so no, uh, I don't know any of that stuff, but what I do know is the original analog NT was designed, was a motherboard design based on essentially reverse engineering the Famicom motherboard, and it used Famicom CPUs and PPUs to be an original experience. And then you could choose between having either Tim's NES RGB installed or Kevin's HDMI mod installed. So assuming that yours doesn't have the HDMI in it, uh, which I guess it wouldn't. It would be one or the other, VGA or HDMI. My guess is that you would need to switch the palette switch to bypass, just like on all NES RGB installations to get composite video out. And then you would need to get a cable that's wired properly. But I would reach out to analog directly. I mean, I wouldn't expect them to support hardware this old, but I would absolutely expect any company to just respond to an email and let you know what cable to get or what the pinout is. Or maybe the pinouts are already on their website, buried somewhere. It's Their website's kind of hard to navigate sometimes. But if anybody else has any info on that, uh, please chime in because that's, you know, that's something that we should throw up on the consolemods.org wiki just so that no one has to go looking for this information anymore. We could all just have it here and not have to rely, sadly, not have to rely on companies to support their own products. But, you know, um, I guess we could just, uh, I guess, start from there and, and kind of see where you go, because uh, I don't even remember if that one has the color palette switch. I assume that it would, but that would definitely be it. And if you're talking about um, RGB, also try checking that out. You could do uh, VGA to VGA with an HD15 to SCART. That should work. I can't imagine they would have wired that any different than RGB H-Sync. So yeah, but you're going to have to get the pin out in order for that to work. So either get it directly from analog or maybe one of the awesome people listening could chime in and let us know where to get that. Aaron S. has a question, and there's a bunch of things I need to address in there, so I want to not read the question, but just to answer the question to avoid confusion. So the first easy answer, is there a good solution for having a power switch for any of those powered HDMI to component or VGA adapters? And I personally like to use the AV switches with power switches. I use that for my arcade machine. Those are pretty cool. Uh, you could try to get an inline power switch on the DC side, but... Generally speaking, no, you have to wire in or plug in some kind of manual push button switch for it or, um, or just regular toggle switch for it. So that's an easy answer. However, what they're looking to do is kind of something that I think needs a couple of thoughts. So first they said they're routing a bunch of stuff through their AVR into that converter into a G-Comp switch. So first and foremost, make sure that your AVR isn't adding latency. 
uh, almost none do through the HDMI ports unless they advertise some kind of scaling feature. So you're going to want to check that. But every AVR I've ever tested adds tons of lag on the analog inputs. So they were always designed with the same cheap video scalers that you get in those cheap composite to HDMI boxes. Never, ever, ever designed for video games. So definitely never use those. Um, but also... When you're running all of that stuff in, you need to make sure that it's outputting at the exact resolutions that whatever your target display is going to be running at. So if you have this stuff outputting at 240p, 480i, or 480p, and you're going into a G-Comp into a multi-format BVM, great, perfect. Or I guess even 720p and 1080i would work then, but if you're going to be running things like 1080p, you need to downscale those first. The other thing is if you're going Mr. Direct Video, uh, you can't just plug it into an HDMI to component converter. You need to go HDMI to VGA and then use a converter like the one that Greg is about to release. I think pre-orders are open now for that. Because of the way the signal is routed and how the signal works, that's the only way to reliably do it. Now, some people have messaged me to say that their HDMI to component video converter worked fine. You just have to set it up for direct video as if it was VGA, but then you just use that uh, that converter and it'll take care of it for you. But I would never rely on that. I mean, if it works, cool. If you already have one, try it. If it works, there's zero harm could be done. But I wouldn't rely on that because if you tell somebody, oh, go to this link, like I always warn people, you could buy 10 people could click on the same link and each buy something at the same moment and get 10 different guts inside that adapter. So you never know if the one that you're going to get is going to support all of that stuff. So I would absolutely be careful about that and kind of look into Greg's solution for, uh, for, for that part of it. So maybe separate the Mr. Direct video into component and go direct into your G-Comp and then just have like a Mr.'s digital audio output going into your AVR. That should probably work fine. So please let me know if you want me to elaborate on any of that. I know how confusing this stuff gets. So uh, just let me know if you need any clarification. I just wanted to make sure to answer properly so that you would know now what questions to answer or to ask, not after you've already bought all this stuff and found out that maybe one piece isn't the right one. Next up, Everett wanted to follow up on the conversation from last week of, have I talked to Zeiss at all? Are there any new panels coming out? Is there something that runs at 120 hertz? It's four by three. And uh, the answer to all that is still no, emotionless, not happy, not sad. Just no, I haven't had any contact. Uh, don't, you know, no, no shade we'd throw it or anything. But I do want to say that what can be done with 120 hertz, I think is far more important than having something that's four by three. So yes, if you have an original arcade machine that you need to put a monitor in that you can't fit a 16 by nine, that's fine. But being able to run stuff at 120 hertz with BFI, I would... I would choose that over a four by three screen, especially if you could just take take that and mask it off to look like a four by three. But if you want more info on that, uh, you know, I hate to I hate to self promote here, but you should you should definitely check the YouTube channel within a day or so because I think you'll have a lot of answers to what BFI could do. Next up, Rent Optional was looking at getting one of those Neo Geo CD controllers from 8-Bit Doe, but they were wondering if there was a way to get it working on a Dreamcast. So you would just have to find a USB to Dreamcast controller adapter. And I could swear I've seen them before, but I don't remember exactly where. And there's certainly a few other things that you could probably hand make that are 
probably going to be low latency, but it would be really neat. Does anybody know, uh, or maybe I'm just forgetting and I, maybe I own one and it's sitting in my Dreamcast box over there and I forgot completely about it, but does anybody know just a USB to Dreamcast adapter? Um, and I mean, hopefully that would be just the easiest solution. And Rent wanted to say, why a Dreamcast? In case you didn't know, you could run most, if not all of the Neo Geo CDs library through patch CDIs either via burned media or an optical drive emulator. The games play great, but just feel wrong with a Dreamcast controller. They don't know much about the adapters available, and we're curious if myself or anybody else would know if that's possible. So that's a cool idea. The only other thing I might suggest is looking to like that Dreamcast arcade stick, because Neo Geo games are also essentially arcade games too. So maybe that might be cheaper or easier overall, but... It's a good question. I do hope somebody chimes in with a, a description. And remember, please don't put links in the YouTube description. YouTube will just delete them. It doesn't even go into my held for review box anymore. They just delete them. So just put a description of what it is that you're looking to link to, and I'll try to find it and drop the link in the chat. So uh, yeah, I mean, I hope we just find an easy, to, easy solution for that. Next up, Walter Hinman wants to know if I know anything about what the Mars FPGA project is that has been teased on social media. And full transparency, I didn't know anything about it until I saw it pop up. I reached out and asked a whole bunch of questions and got some very good responses. It looks really promising. It looks absolutely awesome. And I would like to put together a formal post on retro RGB without speculating because with respect to you, to the Mars team, to everybody, without seeing it and getting some in talking to the team and getting details, any speculation would be unfair. So I don't mean anything bad by that. I guess I don't even really mean anything good by that either. It's just, it is what it is. So I want to get my facts straight. I want to get a good post prepared. Hopefully I'll have time. The expo is going to take up all weekend and preparing for that, preparing for a bunch of other stuff. So I don't know if I'll be able to get it in before the next podcast, but if I don't, there's no pre-orders or anything yet. So that's kind of one thing that I always, you know, not to get off on a sidetrack here, but I'm always crunched for time to be able to get stuff done for the weekly roundup. And when Tuesday morning hits and it's like, okay, I got to start recording very soon to get this out in time. I always just kind of look at the stuff I have queued up that I want to write a post on and say, what is time sensitive and what isn't? And the stuff that's not time sensitive at all gets pushed back. And that's never a disrespectful thing. I, well, never intended to be a disrespectful thing. It's just, if I have a choice between saying, okay, I could write a post about something where orders open tomorrow and they're only, you know, they're probably going to sell out, or let's talk about a big project that's going to be released not now with no pre-orders open. I'm always going to pick the first one no matter what. And that's not favoritism. That's not disrespect. It's just, I'm trying to get out. I'm trying to get the info out to people that need stuff now and then kind of go back. So I would love to do a, a more detailed write-up about Mars before the next roundup. Maybe I'll talk to the team a little bit more and just put a nice post together, a nice short one that just says, Hey, here's what this is. Here's what the team wants you to know. I'll follow up soon with more info or an interview or a heck a live stream. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure all that out at some point, but so my very short answer to you is, I know it, uh, I know what it's supposed to be. It sounds freaking awesome, and hopefully we'll get a lot more info on it soon. Before I go, I just want to talk for a moment about supporter early access to videos, about why I didn't do it this time, and uh, and really just kind of be open and transparent like I always try to be, because I always try so hard to show supporters how much I appreciate that, and you know, actions speak louder than words. So let me just kind of give you a basic overview. 
for any video content that I release, except the weekly roundup that very often comes directly down to the wire, but any video content that I release is almost always put out at least a day in advance for people who support. This is mostly a courtesy just to say thank you and, you know, just to hopefully make you all feel like I'm thinking about you. I also am lucky enough to have some incredibly smart and talented people who are supporters. So very often I've posted something in advance and had them say, hey, you made a mistake here. You made a, you know, maybe you should think about this. So that's always appreciated. Very often I don't have time to go back and fix that, but I, I always take that feedback and I really do appreciate it. So I, I try to always do that. And the general feedback is, Mostly nobody cares. And I mean that with love. I don't mean that as a dig to me or you or anybody, but mostly people just wait till it pops up in their YouTube feed or for the, the kind of long form podcasts. People almost always wait for that to show up on audio only podcast services so they can listen to it while they're doing other things. Almost all of those interviews that I do end up having far more listens on audio only than video, which is fine. I don't care either way. I just, I'm glad people care to listen. Um, but you know, some of the bigger stuff that gets launched, I do like to give at least a day for people to absorb it, sleep on it, see if they want to do the pre-order or not. And sometimes I'm not often, but sometimes I'm even able to get early access for supporters if who want to pre-order it uh, before. You know, it doesn't happen often, but some, on some of the projects that I'm directly involved in creating, I try to do that. But this one that hopefully will launch today, either you know, if it, if something goes wrong and I can't launch it, I'm you know kind of making no sense here. But for the video that was going to launch today, it came right down to the wire, obviously, because I don't even know it's not even out yet when I'm recording this. Plus, I got the expo to worry about. Plus, I still have to catch up with so many posts and stuff. And most importantly, there is no pre-order. There's no, there's nothing that can be gained from early access. So I just wanted to to spend a couple of moments explaining where my head's at with all of this, asking you what your thoughts are, and explaining why so, something that I hope is a bigger video wasn't presented to you first. And it really is just a time crunch. If this wasn't the same week I was doing an expo, I would have put that out today. I would have put the video out tomorrow and or out today to you, you know, to everybody tomorrow or Saturday. But this was really just a timing thing. But I would like to know your feedback on all of this stuff. Do you want or should I continue doing early access? Do you want me to change any of the stuff that I did? Is there anything I could do to make you feel like I appreciate you as much as I do? So I, I really just kind of wanted to put this out here and have an open and transparent conversation with people that support. Uh, but as always, you know, if you're new to these Q&As, you know, thank you for everybody that participates. Thank you for doing them. If you're new, just ask any question that you want wherever you support in the latest Q&A post, because I can't really figure out what's a new question on an old post. Plus, I like just scrolling through in real time and just kind of seeing and having a conversation like we're having here today. Wasn't much to talk about today, which is totally fine. Of all the weeks that there could have been a slow week, this is perfect. <laughs> Give me more time to prepare for the expo and stuff. Uh, but it's really just meant to be a, a laid back hangout conversation type of thing. So any questions you got, fire away. Thank you to everybody who supports. And uh, yeah, I guess I will either see you at the expo or next week.